Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Pundit is the football trivia game, ideal for the football head in your life. Every sale of Pundit using the code LIONS at checkout earns you a 10% discount plus a donation for the Lions Food Hub. Visit punditgames.co.uk to order your copy or visit at punditgames on Twitter. Hi, I'm Gary Rowett and you're listening to the world-famous Acton Millwall. London for the visit this afternoon, of course, the Queen's Park Rangers at home to our own beloved Millwall. Uh, you have team news today, listeners. We have an unchanged side, bar one. George Long and Gold, back line. Uh, Murray Wallace, Charlie Cresswell, Jake Cooper, Danny McNamara. In front of them, Billy Mitch, George Savile. The attacking three in will come Duncan Watmore in for the injured. Mason Bennett, of course, then Zian Fleming, George Honeyman up front. The uh, much-praised George Honeyman waiting for the two teams to come out onto the pitch. As I say, I've never really taken to, to Loftus Road, listeners. How do you find it? Um, there's nothing wrong with it, and yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I think it reminds me of those um, kind of pop-up uh, shopping and restaurant parks you get when they piled metal shipping containers on top of each other, and they somehow made a football stadium out. Here come the two teams. Lions wearing red and black this afternoon. Queen's Park Rangers, of course, in their traditional white and blue hoops. At the risk of Thames in fate, Queen's Park Rangers come into this afternoon's fixture in awful form. I think I read there was seven home games since... Uh, seven, seven fixtures since they had a win. And God knows how many, October, since they won at home last. So... Um, what the next line to that normally is, here come Millwall, but massive game, massive opportunity as we've kept saying in recent editions. Sell out travelling support. In fine voice already listeners as the two teams line up in the centre circle for a pre-match uh, minutes applause I think. That's not it. 
Silence is going to be difficult. I think, as we've said a few times, still rankles, listeners, that, that um, disallowed goal and allowing some of them back into the game so late. I'm not a violent man, listeners, I really am not. But the bloke who uh, shouted out during that minute of silence has got the most annoying face. He's got like a permanent grin on his face, and he is an utter wanker. judgment. You hear it here first. Here come QPR pressing forwards. Three minutes. Shot from the edge of the penalty area. Just wide left. Just outside the penalty area for the ten. Never taken to watching football behind the goal. Where do you, where do you stand on this issue, listeners? I've always been a halfway line man myself. Essentials of following the war, as any uh, hardened, battle, battle-scarred Mill fan will tell you, is you need an early, vi- an early focus of your hatred. And today's been fulfilled by the bloke who decided to break the minute of silence for the Turkish and Syrian earthquake victims. An unlikely source, but he's certainly getting it so far in this game, listeners. Probably the most um, Interesting point, been a couple of moments, uh, shots uh, over the bar from Tom Bradshaw and that one from uh, Rangers at this end, as we go to six minutes. 18 and a half minutes, not been huge amounts to report to you so far, listeners. There's been a couple of um, shots off target, otherwise not huge amounts of excitement for the crowd to get latched onto. Way through the first half at the moment is nil nil, and it's kind of got nil nil written all over it. It's hard to see um, 
either side has not shown much in the way of breaking down the opposition so far. There's a lovely smell wafting across the stadium. It's like a bakery. I don't know whether one of these Middle Eastern restaurants along the um, is it Gold Hawk Road or Shepherd's Bush Road or the Brother Market, whatever that road's called there, Uxbridge Road. Walk past a whole bunch of places, and each one looked quite enticing. One thing you do notice when you come to other clubs' grounds is how much um, more you're in, the, you're in the city here, you know. You've got life going on around you, whereas our, our dear ground, our lovely den, is marooned in an urban wasteland. We wouldn't have any other way, though, would we? That said, the catering around the den's been pretty good. I saw about Manzi's Pie Mash, the German sausage uh, outlet. And, of course, the bars have been uh, radically improved. There's an email from John Berylson in my inbox. He pulled forwards here. That's going to run clear. Um, yeah, mentioning all of these bits. I must say the match day experience, for want of a better phrase, is much, much more exciting now at the den. Zian Fleming just approaching the D he's got players in front of him what can he do he keeps possession he finds Watmore on the right left side makes runs sometimes listeners that other players just can't say. It's a lovely diagonal crossfield ball finds George Honeyman on the right side. He just runs into trouble unfortunately. That's going to be a free kick. Uh, free kick. Uh, 30, 33 comes almost 34 minutes. I did see a tweet from Robert Elms who's a you know, radio man isn't he? Uh, from Radio London I think. A QPR fan. Replying to someone um, asking for a score prediction. He said if you can't mill, can't beat us today you never will do way to go in this one yet but um, I kind of see where his, his mind is at with this, this QPR side they've not shown much at all in the way of threat going forwards famous last words here they come there so they had the D on the edge of the penalty a shot wide 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 I thought for one moment the angle I'm out I thought it's crept in there this, this, as it is it's gone wide wide right as the man's shot wide left wide right as we look wide left as he's shot Get so confused. Uh, smile, we're on video. Metropolitan Police are taking photos of the sea of sexual innuendo and wanker signs. What do I do with all this stuff? Anyway, here comes QPR, 35 minutes. Long way in this to go, listeners. 
ball in from the, uh, the left that's in front of goal bounces the 10 shot over the bar I thought again closer than I think um, is comfortable from the edge of the D there scooped it over the bar 35 minutes come towards 36 the uh, copper was filming us he's been filming us pretty much since the start of the afternoon's proceedings got like an orange epaulette that must be their film crew Metropolitan Police film crew they don't spend more time chasing after their own brethren who are criminals listeners isn't it what they do with this footage I wonder I mean, there's no um, beyond regular everyday football chants and gestures and name calling and so on um, what do they do with this footage is it uh, used for future reference if a crime occurs that they can prove you're at a certain place at a certain time they'd have plenty of that from the in-stadium uh, CCTV I would have thought unless they make use of it for their own police purposes I'm always intrigued by what they actually do with this TV video footage the uh, two man team has been staring up at the, at the middle section since the start of the game videoing away with uh, an old kind of Dixon's video camera basically Time. It's been um, a functional half of football from the real perspective. I mean, obviously, to get in front with that excellently taken goal by Duncan Watmore earlier on has um, lessened the load somewhat. I think if it had been 0 0, it would have been a bit, felt a bit edgier. It's not been a great game, very little incident in truth. But to be in front of um, in that situation is what football is, is all about, listeners. So, a couple of minutes now of uh, added time at the end of. A good functional first half of football for Millwall. Incidentally, I do notice down at the home end they've got some safe standing. They had, they had some at the back of the away ends, uh, rail seating, I think it's called. Um, not all of it, it's mostly it's um, seats tip over and break your neck if you fall forward style, but the, the rail seating does look like the way to go. Uh, you have like a bar to lean on in front of your seat, which is uh, flaps up all the time. That makes any kind of sense at all. But anyway, no, having seen it, the first time I've seen it, it's quite um, quite interesting. I could see how other clubs, whether we could or not, make use of it. I don't know, but um, certainly it's an intriguing, intriguing development in the world of spectating. Just Rangers now, late, late, late in the half. The ten on the left side, beautiful tackle by Cresswell. It is half time. Little going at the break, one 0 ahead, deservedly so. As I've said a few times, it's not been a brilliant show of football, but we'll lead it nevertheless at the break. 1-0 thanks to that Duncan Watmore goal. Achtung, Mailball. Lions return for the second half. Listeners waiting for QPR to come out. Here they come. Just reading, Gary Rower is saying he's excited by the fixture-heavy month for Lions. It's a big week. Obviously today, QPR, which we're leading at half-time, 1-0. Shouldn't let that go, should we, listeners? We've got an away fixture in midweek at Coventry on Tuesday night. And then we have a morning, well, not morning, it's early afternoon, 12.30 kick-off next Saturday at home to uh, one of the runaway two sides in the division, Sheffield United, a team we've struggled against somewhat this season. So huge, huge win, a huge week ahead of us. And this will be a huge step in the right direction if we can pull off three points here this afternoon to take up to the Rico Stadium Tuesday night, dear listeners. 
away we go. Just one win in ten, I was reading at half-time listeners for Queen's Park Rangers. Neil Critchley is their manager. He's saying they're not in a great place at the moment. Um, it's not been accurate, that's for sure, in the first half. They had a couple of shots that have been over the bar wide of the, of the post. Um, a better side, we might have, you know, obviously we, we don't want to be conceding goals at all, but a better side might have made more of it. In comes the ball from the, uh, like I said, falls to Cresswell. Headed downwards, I think the goalkeeper took it on the line there. My view of our own goal slightly obstructed a couple of shots that were wide. I thought it had gone in earlier on in the, in the game. This is sold to you as a restricted view from the, uh, the upper tier. It's quite a tight ground, but downstairs was akin to the black hole of Calcutta as I tried to uh, walk along to get into the sea here. Um, but the, the, the steepness of the angle means that you can't quite see the goal line this time. So I'm going to have to um, blag my way through if there are any goal line incidents. Floodlights are on. They've got these curious single pylon floodlights here at Loftus Road. Kyan Prince Stadium, I think, is renamed, which I think is an anti knife crime initiative. So well done to them for that. Having a conversation before the game, what, what kind of club are QPR? Are they a working class club? It's certainly located in an area that's. Um, got plenty of council estates around here, White City and so on. It is also fairly um, new, Nouveau London as you walk up from Shepherd's Bush Market. I came up from the uh, Hammersmith and City Line station past the various shops and uh, you know nice nice restaurants on, along the Uxbridge Road, as I said earlier on. Um, mix of an area, really, very in contrast to Bermondsey. I think Bermondsey still does retain its working class vibe. That's Free kick against Jake there. Barge into the back body. QPR player there. Looks like he might have taken a bit of a knock as he's fallen there. Not even a card shown to that, that fall. He's up. It's all right. 48 minutes in. Celebrity fans. QPR have the ones that occurred to me. I think of these things. Uh, Glenn Matlock, out of the Sex Pistols, who's a QPR fan, and Robert Elms, we've mentioned already, the radio DJ come presenter. Man about London, Robert Elms. Can't think of any others, can you? Know, wasn't Norman Stanley Fletcher out of Porridge a QPR fan? Never made that up. Do tell. Ball over the top. This is. Tom Bradshaw barging his way through, he's chased it down well there. Defenders got in front of him, unfortunately, will get a chance to play. Let's get into touch. Millwall corner, Millwall corner. In it comes towards the centre spot, there's Charlie Cresswell overheaded down again. No power, goalkeeper takes on the line. Moore gets clattered, good token to him, but he gets clattered. One is a free kick on the, on the left side as we attack. He's been a very bright spark on a, on a, as I've said earlier, on a functional afternoon so far. This, this, this is a chance for Mill to again get the ball into the mix. Left sided free kick, about halfway inside the QPR half. 51 minutes on the stadium clock. Got his own song. Big moment in any football career's, uh, football player's careers when you get your own song. Duncan Whitmore's got his song. Jules Honeyman to take. Here we go. Flying, 
battering, nothing given. Jay Cooper screaming at the referee, <coughs> telling him to go away. Physically manhandled, I think. That. Jake doesn't get decisions, does he? Is it because of his ungainly size? I don't know. The referee seemed very reluctant to give uh, decisions against Jake Cooper, who's often been physically restrained. But somehow referees do not give those kinds of decisions in our way. 52 minutes. We're not terribly far here from the site of the old White City Stadium, listeners, which was um, a huge ground. I went there. I went there in the 70s to watch Speedway racing. Um, it was, obviously, it was in its last years. I think it closed not long after. I mean, this would have been about mid-70s, what, 75, 76? Massive ground. It was a World Cup venue, Greyhound Stadium. It had all sorts of things at the White City Stadium, one of the great grounds of... English sport. Olympic venue in 1908, of course. All gone now. It's all blocks of um, regimented, bland blocks of flats and offices over in the distance. Total's 58 minutes, listeners. Lions lead it 1-0. For me, a second goal will be a source of much comfort. Ball over the top, trying to find some Bradshaw was almost put through there by Honeyman. This is ZM Fleming now. What more, rather? I'm going to confuse those two, aren't I? What more now on the right side? He cuts, takes and tucks back in. Finds Bradshaw around the back of the defender. He's going to go for a corner, though. 58 minutes. Lines looking livelier in this second half, listeners. Much livelier. In comes the corner, it's deep one, it's towards Charlie Cross, it bounces down. This is Watmore, ball in the air, still inside the six-yard box, ball flying around, and the goalkeeper eventually gets to collect from a, a, a deft little header back. This is their new signing, Chris Martin, signed as a free agency. Gary Rout was commenting that we uh, haven't seen anything in amongst the list of free agents, they're going to be much use to us. He's coming for the final 27 minutes of this game. Small substitution. Watmore's coming out, listeners. Score of the goal. Ollie Burke's coming in. A rendition of Duncan Watmore song. Harry's favourite player, of course, Oliver Burke. Ticking towards 70 minutes. We don't want to sit back too much. This is one of the downfalls of our season that we've sat back. We were looking quite bright at the start of the second half, listeners. It's gone a little bit off the boil, I've got to say. And we're just see, starting to feel like we're being pushed back a little bit by QPR now. So far, no danger, but um, it's only going to take one moment. It's going to go for a left-sided corner. And it comes. It's deep, deep, deep punched clearing the event by Jules Long. This is where the dread phrase game management comes into play for Millwall listeners. We haven't been terribly good at it, I think, this season, overall. Be good to start getting good at it now. And as I say that, Jules Long places the ball on one side of the six-yard box and runs over to the other side of the six-yard box to take this goal kick. That's game management for you. That's game management. It's going to be a Zian Long throw, listeners. I'd like to see some statistics on how many chances and opportunities these actually create. 
not that many, I don't think, in fairness. But um, anyway, it comes again. It's near. It's back-headed falls. It's kind of a bad round those words down my throat. Listen, of about slams over 2 now. 77 minutes. That should be game set and match. QPR fans streaming for the exits. Nicely finished. Thick head out of the air. Everything I just said, I wonder how often it happens. Well, it happened. Thick head back across the penalty area. Falls into the path of Ollie Burke, which slams it home with authority. 2-0 Millwall. soppy grin on his face. I was talking about the start of the show, listeners. He's lost his soppy grin. There's creepy on the attack, falling into the zone. You'll need just to keep him out of bay. Just outside the middle penalty area, there's a QPR pressing forward. So, after all that, left-sided free kick, listeners. Still to be taken. Dangerous position. Floated in, but pace that's caught a Millwall head. That's going to go for a corner. Left side of corner. Ticking towards 81 minutes now. Steven Spielberg, the police videographer, is back in action again. In comes a corner. Left side of corner, headed clear at the near post. QPR still in possession, ball in from deep. That's 2 1, flick header. 81 minutes, ball in from the left side, caught by the, uh, the forward there, crept in at the right side of post. QPR 1 mil 2. He's got his dopey grin back on his face again. I'll say it again, we've got um, seven minutes of uh, that regular time to go. This is not a game we should be giving up. We haven't got a 2 0 lead. This is not a game we should be letting go. If we do let it go, be a big marker in itself, I think. But anyway, we still we are still leading at the moment. Let's not get too down on our heels. Right-sided corner. Then it comes finally. Deep, 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 bouncing around. Ball sticks in a melee. Hard to see what's going on there, listeners. It come rightwards. This is not good for my nerves. I've got to say. This is QPR now on the right again. Ball into the middle. Long comes. Gets a punch to it. The goalkeeper's got it now on the on the right side. Good bizarre side of the goalkeeper down in the right side, uh, left side corner flag. What a silly goal to have conceded by Millwall. Otherwise, it would have been two 0 up and coasting. Beautiful take by Oliver Burke down the middle. What can he do in front of the goal? Put it wide. Oh, he's through on goal now. Nice take, nice run. Put it wide, wide left. Wide right as he was attacking. Final whistle. QPR 1, Millwall 2, Golson, Duncan Watmore and Oliver Burke seal the three points. Three huge points. How big were those? Uh, that win fee. Fine win here in West London. Deservedly so, even if we do rather invite the possession on at times. Very good, very functional display by Mill. Man of the match. I'd have given it to Duncan Watmore. He made a real impact during his time here. There we are. Congrat players congratulate themselves and take the applause of the travelling support. Fine win for Millwall here in West London.
QPR 1, Millwall 2, you're back after these messages. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello. Morning, Nick. Jim Hackett here. Just uh, some thoughts on yesterday's game. Um, great result. I thought a really strong performance from start to finish. I know the last 10, 12 minutes uh, we looked a little bit under the cosh, but if QPR got anything out of that, they uh, they certainly wouldn't have deserved it. And we got the three points and uh, were worth every one of them. So, fantastic uh, result. Performance, I thought, dominated, uh, physically dominated them. Uh, I don't know what Fleming's been eating and drinking over the last few months, but he looks now like a colossus when he's around the ball, the way he's shoving players off. So, really happy with him. I thought the, the touch control for the setting up what more for the first goal was fantastic and and he just looked Fleming like he's um, standing above a lot of other players now he's got all that confidence when he's got the ball and then obviously physically he's able to get into the game and uh, decide things you know with, with his qualities um, I think it was interesting at, at certain points looking at it yesterday uh, where Bradshaw has been running around like a blue ass fly on his own really up front uh, chasing balls down I thought yesterday Fleming pushed a little bit further forward so it looked like there was two of them doing that donkey work and it seemed to work very well because then when the ball did get bumped forward we won it when it went into the midfield we had players floating around I thought Honeyman and Watmore both tucked in nicely and uh, did their bit and then when they needed to go wide they go out wide and out the fullbacks so yeah very uh, very impressed very impressed with uh, Honeyman yesterday I thought he he's suddenly coming into that sort of position where he's not just a right midfielder or a right winger he's 
he's now part of a, a central midfield that can pull out and and do all the donkey work because he looks full of running. He might not be the quickest, but he's he's uh, certainly a good worker and he complements Sav and uh, Billy in the middle. So yeah, very happy with him and obviously Watmore. He's given us something yesterday that we haven't had all season, which is that quality on the left. And it's no coincidence, I suppose, that you know he got the goal from being in the right place at the right time for Fleming's ball. So, yep, another one who's uh, ticking the box. Interesting when Burke came on because he caused them slightly different types of problems. But you know, with the pace that he's got, you could just see where, even though he had that chance at the end and he missed it, there'll be other opportunities in the the rest of the season. I think where he will get into those positions and put those sort of balls away because if it had mattered he'd have got slaughtered as it was he'd already done his business and scored his goal so overall you look at the transfer window we might have only got two in and we've lost a couple since then but I think uh, the two he brought in look ideal for what we want to do Burke certainly looks fitter what more just looks a little bit of quality in an area where we've lacked it all season Uh, the back four all played really well I think Murray still so we've got that little turn that he, he sometimes looks a little bit cumbersome. But again, yesterday he was up against some good players and, and even though they tried to come down that side a lot, he, he dealt with it and whoever his partner was, whether it was Burke or or what more, they helped him out. And then Cooper and Creswell, I think uh, Creswell slotted into Hutch's role very uh, very easily over the last couple of games. And I, I like the fact that he, he likes the battle. What he stopped doing, which I think is what caused him the problems at the beginning of the season, were he wanted to dwell on the ball and look for the, the great pass. What he's doing now is clearing it first. So he's worrying about defensive side first. And then if he does get time, he can actually just drill a long ball or or p- pick a pass out. But no, he, he, he looked confident and he is seeing his demeanour. He's a little bit happier and he looks a lot better than, than what he did earlier in the season. And obviously we need him at the moment to to fill that role. Cooper, I thought, was uh, good again. Just wins everything that comes close to him. And he seems to have picked up a little bit of leadership from somewhere because now he's he's in the referee's face a little bit. He's he's getting himself about the players and I like him. Long, I thought Long didn't put a foot wrong yesterday. The, I saw something where somebody said he might have got to the goal a bit better. But I think, uh, you know, those sort of headers, you either get there or I don't. And he, he see cop two headers in the last two games that have been right into the corner. So difficult to, to have to, to deal with for a goalkeeper, I would imagine. And hopefully it won't affect him. But he looked safe. He looked confident. Everything that came close to him, he dealt with. And then his kicking was going miles yesterday. So overall, I mean, out of performance, probably eight out of ten against... People say it was a poor QPR side, but they're only low on confidence. They're not a poor side. And the, the more physical the game was, the less they seemed to want it. So very happy with our lads. Um, crowd sounded magnificent um, throughout the game. All you could hear was the, the roar from the, the, the 3,000 odd supporters that were there. And it came across really well on viewing. And, you know, everybody who was there must have... Uh, enjoyed it and and by the by the end i think you could just listen to the noise and it was getting louder and louder and louder so from yesterday for the last few weeks i think we've uh, looked apart i think having those two lads come in now has really sort of given us a, a shot in the foot uh, so a shot in the arm not the foot and hopefully it's uh, on to bigger and better things and just keep going on tuesday thanks nick come on you lions hello nick uh, Matt Richards here. Just um, 
yeah, phoning in after the game yesterday. Um, wow, wow, what a, what a great win, um, important win. Um, yeah, buzzing was well, buzzing yesterday. Still buzzing this morning, really. Um, after that, um, yeah, such a such a vital vital win that we held on for. I mean, game wise, for um, you know, not much happened first half hour really. Um, they probably had a few half chances. Chair, I'd say, causing us loads of problems, but he was obviously a danger player. But I mean, he's restricted to kind of you know shots from distance. So yeah, we did we didn't do too much. I think um, there's a couple of times weren't there when um, what more got caught offside. A couple of times with a couple of through balls, but um, then then we scored and you know great play by Zian. Um, got it right this time with the ball and and what more got his run right and um, what a great in fact finish. Superb, you know, and and um and after that, I think you know we were quite comfortable in the first half, really. Um, then half time, it was a case of, you know, like we like we know, everyone was saying we needed another goal, we needed another goal. What was going to happen though, you know, because we couldn't sit back on that. And I thought our best period of the game was was the um start of the second half. I thought the first twenty minutes, even though we weren't creating clear cut open play chances, we're just building up pressure, building up pressure on them, playing further forward. Um, all the game was in, in their half, really. A um, couple of headers, you know, chances from crosses, like, you know, Creswell, um, a bit unlucky, just didn't get enough power on it, perhaps. And um, some really good play, I thought, interplay, I thought, what more? Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a good player and danger, gives us, you know, Bit of a cutting edge, really, and um, you know there's a couple of passes he played in. I think there's one kind of like weavy run, and then he tried to play a through ball into I think it's Bradshaw. Just you know, great, great vision, and um, you know you can see him linking up particularly well with Zian, hopefully. Um, but um, yeah, so but then actually, you know, then you kind of worry, don't you? You think, oh, we're not going to score. Um, they're going to come back into it at some point, but then we got the goal, you know. Um, Finally, finally, we get a goal from a a Zian Fleming um, floated, lofted um, throw into the um, into the box. Uh, nice flick on by Creswell or Cressy, Cressa, or whatever it is. And um, and there you go. Yeah, I mean Burke, even he can't miss from that range. Um, Two 0 You know, place went absolutely mental. I mean, what an atmosphere yesterday! It was absolutely superb. I don't get too many away games, unfortunately. Um, but it was oh my god, it was superb. Took me back to the old days when I used to go in the in the eighties and nineties. It was just mental in that end. But um, yeah, then you kind of think, well, we look comfortable. And I thought, oh, we're gonna we're probably gonna nick another, really. And then then they scored, don't they? Um, I think chair across the over and their big lump, Chris Martin, who just I think just just before that he'd given Savile a boot on the on the ground. Um, Scores, yeah. I've, I've looked it back. Um, I think Long could have done better, um, but I'll leave that. Um, and then it was squeaky bum, squeaky bum time. Apart from Burke, I mean, blood, bloody hell, what a chance he had! I mean, he just did all the hard work, didn't he? And that's but that's Holly Burke for you, really. You know, he's got speed, power, skill, or skill sometimes. But then you know he hasn't got the finished article. But you know, held on. So, so. Superb, really, really good game. Um, I think man and match wise, it was, it was 
you know, it's difficult. I think Creswell had a great game. Um, Hold the defence actually really, had a really good game. I thought the midfield did better in the second half. Um, I think Watmore might just shade it. I think for for his goal and his his um his performance as well. And he's he's seems like he's got a chant after his second game. I mean that's got to be some sort of record, isn't it? I don't know. We have to look back in the record books and find out about chants um, when players join the club. But um, brilliant. Great finish, great to see the players on the pitch afterwards coming up to the crowd and um, great to see Rarit on the pitch as well, giving it loads as well. Um, that shows, you know, the, there's a, there's, I think there's, there's a connection building there, if not there already, you know. And um, like, like we always do, we have to stick together. Fans, club, management, that's the only way we're going to get anywhere at this club. That's the way it goes. So um, brilliant win. We go on now to Coventry, and we've got some, then we've got the tough games after that. You know, I mean, everybody knows Sheffield United and Burnley are not going to be easy. But um, I fancy us getting a, getting a couple of points from them if we carry on playing the way we are. Um, and th- and that's it. And it's um, it's good to see that we're, we're moving on, even with the likes of you know we've had a couple of injuries and we're still getting these results. It's just going to be a it's going to be a tough old month. But what a what a game! Um, what a performance! And we go on when you're Hello, Nick. Hello, listeners. Ben Anthony here. Been a little while since I called in, so um, yeah, thought I'd call in after QPR. Uh, really, really good day for Millwall. It's been um, it's been a long time coming, looking at our record there. But uh, I think we thoroughly deserve the three points today. We played very, very well. Uh, we looked comfortable relatively in defence I thought and um looked like we had uh some some pretty solid attacking tactics and some moves um that that very nearly worked on a few occasions. Um I think all of the players deserve a lot of credit and I think you have to give the manager credit where it when credit's due and I think it's definitely due uh, for the recent run of games, I think um, well, it's got a system and a group of players that are working really, really well for him, and and he deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, the goals were really, really well taken. Nice to see the new boys getting off the mark. Um, I thought for me, uh, Watmore was probably man of the match. He was absolutely outstanding from minute one. Uh, keen to get forward and wanting to get involved in in the play and working really hard off the ball as well. Bradshaw again running like mad. Um, he he's, he seems unlucky not to have a few more goals, but he he just put so much effort in. I thought Fleming um, wasn't at his best and he's not been at his best for a couple of games. Um, it's sort of a couple of times when he could have had a shot and felt the need to pass it instead. I almost want him to be that selfish, um, have that selfish streak back and uh, take a few more shots. But uh, obviously, he still stands out as, as one of our best players, if not our best player. Uh, I think it was what looked like a blatant penalty, not given again on Jake Cooper. Um, there was one last week that was perhaps closer to a dive than it was a penalty um, in some ways but this one is as blatant as you get and 
it's happened so many times this season. I don't know what needs to happen for him to get a penalty. It's it's pretty shocking. But uh, other than a nervy 10 minutes, a bit of a sloppy goal to give away. And that, yeah, that last 10, 15 minutes was very nervous. But uh, I think we, we came away with a very, very well-deserved three points. And uh, yeah, on to the next one. All right, speak soon. Bye. Hi, Nick. John Rankin, just ringing him with a few observations after the away day to Loftus Road. What a fantastic away day that was. We travelled up on the train, met some other supporters, Matt Richards, who's a contributor to this show, uh, met him at London Bridge, and then on the tube with Matt and Phil Clark, uh, met some of our, our other gang at Loftus Road. Pretty good. I mean, you know... Um, I don't know why, I know it's a bad place for us to go, QPR, uh, and memories go back to the likes of Jerry Francis and Rodney Marsh and all this kind of stuff, and staying bowls, obviously. Um, it's never been a happy hunting ground for us, but I don't know, the away end was just awesome today, we were up for it. Uh, there was some idiot at QPR who ruined the minute's silence at the beginning of the game with fuck off Millwall. And, uh, a few of us broke rank and had a go back at him and that kind of set the tone, really. Um, shame it was in a minute's silence, but, you know, it doesn't diminish the uh, the sentiment. So, I mean, you know, we were all over them. A good Millwall performance. It was just energy and high tempo and physicality. Uh the first goal was an absolute dream. Zian Fleming is playing well, you know, he, he's a class act. And uh, his first proper assist, his first proper bit of number 10 play in terms of it finishing with a goal. And uh, he brought the ball down, controlled it well, held off a couple of defenders, waited, 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 and then slotted Duncan Whatmore through, who finished it. Um, as they say, with a plomb. <laughs> top corner. Didn't shoot it across the goalie. Uh, just rifled it into the top corner and we just went into absolute rapture. There was uh, limbs, as the young kids say, and bodies flying all over the place. Um, I fell over, landed on top of someone, and then someone pulled on top of me. Oh, it was marvellous. And then, you know, um, we carried on as we meant to go on, really. So, second half came around, referee was atrocious. An absolute stone wall rugby tackle in the penalty area on big Jakey Cooper. You know, referee just looked at it and walked away. Uh, the second goal came from a Zian Fleming throwing. Uh, Cresswell, or Cressy as he's known, um, got his head on it and flicked it backwards. A little bit of confusion, it landed to Ollie Burke and he ain't gonna miss from that distance, and we just went into absolute pandemonium again. The players came over and celebrated. I saw George Savile hugging a little kid in a Millwall shirt. I don't know if that was his daughter. You know, it was just tremendous, mate. Into West London. Three points. See you later. Tala. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we walked back um, down Shepherd's Bush Road. Uh, stopped off for a bite to eat, got the train back, and we landed back on the south coast about half an hour ago. Fantastic. 
what a club. You know, when we get it together and we're on the road and we're all as one, mate, we're a force to be reckoned with. So it's onwards and upwards. My man of the match today, oh, I'm going to give it to Zian Fleming, actually. Um, what he does off the ball, what he does on the ball, uh, I, I think he's, you know, he's, he's the... He's the the driver really going forward. Uh, Billy Mitchell standout performance, um, but it's you know everyone played well. Everyone played well. Can't take anything away from anyone. So from one delighted Mill supporter and and my son who was with me, coming up to sixteen. <laughs> what a club, eh? He's loving it and we're loving it. Come on, you Lions, over and out. Huge thank you to all of the chaps for their voice notes. If you want to submit me a voice note for the show, dear listener, do get in touch. DM me your phone number and I'll uh, reply back on on Twitter. Um, Use the uh, the old voice memo app or whatever you've got on your mobile phone. Dead easy. And it's always great to hear views and opinions post-match. So do get in touch if you want to contribute to the show in that way everyone's welcome um so yeah fantastic away win yesterday propelling us up to fifth in the table uh as i look at these uh the the uh, the championship table this this sunday morning um just three points now behind luton in fourth and middlesbrough further ahead of us in third obviously the top two burnley and Sheffield United are oh, got clear blue water between us and then burnley on 68 top of the table and Sheffield in second, who we face um, next Saturday, of course. Uh, I thought yesterday was an excellent away win. There were some bits and pieces where I think a better team than QPR, who I thought were generally poor opponents, but they certainly got the ball forwards, especially in that second half. I thought on occasion in the first half, if you look at the YouTube um, highlight reel, they had chances and more ruthless finishing by QPR might have caused us Problems, better teams than QPR would have caused us problems yesterday. I think. That said, you know they didn't. <laughs> their shots weren't on target. Um, they didn't cause us problems, and um, you know that, that that's the way football goes. I thought up until the Watmore goal in the first half, thirty-one minutes. I don't think there was much in it. In all truth, I thought we were probably shading it, but um, that's a matter of opinion. The Queen's Park Rangers manager Neil Critchley seems to think that they were shading it as whichever way you want to look at it really but the finish from Duncan Watmore on 31 from that assist by Zian Fleming was absolute top dollar clinical I thought the way he bang that in and that was a decisive strike it felt like a decisive strike we went in at half time 1-0 ahead um, and despite it being a slender lead I, I did think we should from there press on and take the three points. And lo and behold, um, I thought we looked brighter at the start of the second half, some nice passing and ball movement. Um, And I thought the game was sealed, or it should have been, shouldn't it, on the 77, when, just as I was questioning the value of Zian's long throws, one pays off. It was a um, right-sided long throw, flip header, at the near uh, six-yard box, which fell into the path of Oliver Burke, who really could not miss and didn't miss. Well done, Oliver Burke, and that should have been game, set and match. Um, the sloppiness that kind of pervaded us at times during the game yesterday popped up and gave us a, a nervous last 10 to 15 minutes or so 
when the new signing Chris Martin uh, put away that that header on 82 minutes. And that um, just let QPR gave him a bit of hope. And they started to get the ball forwards and it was go, go, go. And I must admit, I was on the edge of my seat a few times. There was a late chance, I recall, that they, they put wide. Um, as I've said already, I think a better team than QPR would have probably expected to have got more out of the game yesterday. As it was, it's three huge points and some fantastic, fantastic um, uh, you know, scenes at the end of the, of the game. There's a great video that the club have put out, the, the club media team of the players coming over to take the applause of the travelling supporter who was superb all afternoon, um, including Gary Rowett. Really nice to see that, Gary, uh, coming over with the players, punching the air, joining the crowd. Uh, in celebration, and that's wonderful to see. There's been a few times in the Gary Rowett story where maybe one or two have questioned his um, desire to be at Millwall. Well, I thought that, that those scenes at the end of the game yesterday put that to, to rest. It's a really nice video. Seek it out. I'm sure you've seen it already on the club um, website. Just a few tweets that I've picked out just to um, sprinkle some salt and vinegar over our chips from yesterday. JP... JP Mill too. Fucking brilliant away day, he says. The team worked like dogs. And how good was Cresswell? I thought Cresswell played well yesterday. We keep rolling, says JP. Um, Stephen Jones asks, he's not sure how Burke didn't score at the end. He went from Messi to Meyerhofer. And I love that line, Stephen. From Messi to Meyerhofer in 20 seconds. That's, that could be the title of a movie, couldn't it? Going from the hero to zero. Messi to Meyerhofer in 20 seconds. Um few other points here. Uh, Paul Monkhouse, if he remembers right, didn't the ref have a word seconds before? Oh, this is the incident with Jake Cooper and commenting on the um, the video that Phil Clark had posted of a late chance, a certain penalty in any normal reading of the game rules of football. Um, but anyway, he's got a video showing Jake being rugby tackled effectively to the ground um, by QPR defender. No penalty. He's calling on the professional game management, the referees association, to sort this crap refereeing out. Paul Monkhouse, in reply, says, didn't the ref have a word a few seconds before with that QPR player to uh, about him holding? Um, but no punishment meted out. Um, overall, I thought it was um, a great, great result, as, as we've said already. Dan Marsh makes the point here. Uh, away form was actually absolutely killing us. Our poor away form was killing us earlier in the season. But now that's four wins in six on the road and we're cooking, says Dan. I agree. Paul, Chewy Louie, nearly back. What an away day that was, says Paul. He's still buzzing. A class turnout, mental limbs. I agree with you there, Paul. And a solid battling mill performance to get the three points. That's a game we would have bottled a few months ago. That's a good point. Um, the same point, I think, as Dan's making there about the turnaround in away form. Um, Paul says, what more and Burke... Um, how did he miss that chance? Not bad signings after all. He fucking loves this club, says says Paul. In the same celebratory zone, Tony Monday is, is singing. He's singing. There's only one Gary Rowett. What a job he's doing up to fifth with games in hand, he says. Um, very true, Tony. Very true. I, I think it's hard to, um, you know, hard to disagree with that. And if anyone wants to disagree with it, Kevin, for a great performance by everyone today. Great team effort, backed by great travelling support. Very proud to be a Millwall supporter. Thank you, Dad, for taking me when I was five. God bless you, he says. God bless you, Dad. Ke- Dad Kevin's dad. Um, and some great images. I mean, we've already mentioned the, the players and Gary Rowett joining in the celebrations 
at the end of the game. There's a wonderful, wonderful video of uh, Zian and Charlie Cresswell. On the, looks like on the under tube on the, on the underground somewhere. Uh, joining in the uh, the Millwall songs with the boys um, travelling home after the game on the underground. If that's not the kind of thing you want to see from a Millwall side, I don't know what is. Really, really strong team spirit. Um, and that's really been a standout of, of this season, dear listeners. And finally, just to close us, this is Alex Grace. He's done a little t- uh, points total. Um, points total after 29 games for Millwall. Season 19 to 20, 2019 to 20, 44 at this stage. Uh, 38 points at the same stage, 2021, uh, 36 in 21-22. And this season, the biggest points total in the last four to five years, 46 points at 22-23. The best points total since the Rower era began, says Alex Grace. I think that's a great way to finish what was a wonderful afternoon out. Three points at the uh, ground where we hadn't won since the days of Tony Cascarino and Teddy Sheringham. So what more can you ask for? Um, Onwards we go, listeners, to to, uh, Coventry midweek. We'll be back later on this week with a post-Coventry roundup and maybe a listed line to to mix into that. And then I hope um, we're speaking to Neil Fissler on Friday. And then it's on to next Saturday, the 12.30 kickoff at home to, to Sheffield United. Uh, big thank you to everyone who said hello to me yesterday at Loftus Road. Um, thank you for listening to this show. Onwards and upwards, Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.